Hello, classmates, listeners, and viewers. Welcome to a very special episode of Middle Class Film Class. I'm your host today, Tyler. I'm Peter. And I'm Joseph. And today we are reviewing one of the most romantic movies ever to hit the silver screen, Brokeback Mountain. You're looking for work, I suggest you get in here pronto. <laughs> well, since we're going to be working together, I reckon it's time we start drinking together. Hell yeah. This trailer doesn't know justice. Yeah! What is this music? It's from the movie. You know, it could be like this. Just like this, always. This thing grabs hold of us in the wrong place, and we're dead. You know, place I'm found a way to make the time pass up there. You don't call that kind of fish. You don't know nothing about her. You have no idea how bad it gets. If you can't fix it, you got a standard. I wish I knew how to quit you. It truly was a Brokeback Mountain. You know, I don't, I don't care for the music that was played in the trailer. I, I think this movie is a lot more deeper than, I mean, the music sounds like a goddamn parody. Kind of, it kind of sounds like, um, uh, wait, we actually have a drop for that. You sound like a goddamn parody. That's exactly right. <laughs> it, it, it does. Kind of sounds like Shawshank. It, <laughs> I didn't like the music well, in the movie. You didn't like the music in the movie? No. You don't no. like the slide guitar? No. No, it was so. I agree with It was you. so repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I that's a, that's it's like all the all the. Well, we'll get into that. We'll we'll get into it. We got a <laughs> lot to get through right now. But uh, first, let's get into some cabin chatter. Find some charity, new lad. Now's the time for cabin chatter. <laughs> all right, uh, Pete. You have anything to gab and chatter about? Yes, we have one big thing to gab about. <clears throat> so we're uh, this is our inaugural stream uh, through Stab Comedy. So really mm-hmm. exciting stuff. We're mm-hmm. taking a jump off the cliff. Um, so for the those of you who don't know, uh, Middle Class Film Class is a podcast that we record. Uh, it's released every Wednesday on every pod service that you got. Yeah. And um, we're streaming this through Stab Comedy. If you're listening right now live, you know that. If you're listening on the podcast... Um, Tune in next month. We're going to do once a month, stream through Stab, interact in the chat, have some good times, have some laughs. Um, so yeah, they're big, big, big stuff. And um, we're not shying away from, you know, a lot of uh, the, taking the safe route. So um, I'm going to forego my actual news stories this week. Ooh. And we're going to give a call into uh, local celebrity Adam Murphy. <gasps> yes. So um, Tyler, you can hear by his gasp, loves Adam. Do. On an unhealthy level. <laughs> I wouldn't say unhealthy, but I think he's met well, him maybe. like a few times. Yeah. I, I've met him plenty of times. He's, he's, he's talk, you've talked to him over the phone more than you've actually seen him in face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that yeah, may, that may be true. true for a lot of people that know Adam, though, at this point through the pandemic. Yeah. So Adam, uh, Adam runs a, an event called the Night at the Red Museum here in Sacramento. And, um, Apparently, it's going to go back live here pretty soon. So we're going to get uh, Adam on the phone here, and he can talk about the Red Museum going back live. Hopefully, he answers yeah. the phone. <laughs> if there's technical difficulties, we apologize in advance. We'll fix it in post. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's up, Adam? <laughs> hey. You? Oh, oh, you know, just hanging out. 
Cool. You are, you're, I know we always say you're live on the air, but now you're actually live on the air. Incredible. Primetime yeah. internet television live right now. On, uh, with the, uh, with viewers watching us, listening to you. Yeah. Technology has caught up. Yeah. We're there. <laughs> you know, if, if, uh, if the internet had channels, I think Stab Comedy would be channel three. Primetime, baby. Hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, so, <laughs> so At least uh, locally, right? Yeah. That, that's yeah. right. We're uh, we're KKCA fifty eight or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the people in uh, listening in uh, Alabama are are like what, and Germany are like um, da. I don't know how to say what <laughs> in German. <laughs> I apologize sincerely to our German listeners. Um. So uh, so what's going on, Adam? What are you up to today? Oh geez, let's see. We did story time with the kids this morning. Nice. We're just chilling, man. Uh, we we put boy in front of this new uh, studio Ghibli, um, <gasps> Ronya, the the robber's daughter. Is nice. it? Is that it? This? It's like a show. No, no, I don't know about it. Yeah, it, it it's incredible animation. Yeah, it really is. the The backgrounds are all painted, uh, but the characters are like cell shaded three D. It's it's pretty good. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this little girl runs around the woods. Sometimes she has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, so um, we're uh, we we talked to you and I uh, uh, before this and kind of prepare for your call because we wanted to promote the the return to the Red Museum live at uh, the Red or the I guess night at the Red Museum live in Sacramento. Um, tell us mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the viewers who are listening locally in Sacramento. What is the night at the Red Museum? Um, yeah, so we started doing this, I guess, like open to the public in 2016, maybe we've been doing it for a long time, I have uh, no idea. obviously not, not for a la- the last year, yeah, but, yeah. um, yeah, it was sort of a reason to get a bunch of people together and watch the shitty movie. <laughs> I wouldn't say and, that there's not, you've shown some incredible films. Well, thanks Tyler. I appreciate it. <laughs> like Sorcerer. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, Nosferatu, Haxon with a live band. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was awesome. Also, Nosferatu yeah, with a live band. Haxon was rad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, and we're—I mean, you know—we're planning on bringing it back. I think we're going to do one a month. Um, I'm working on the list. We're going to try and get like a wide variety of like, you know, horror, action, older stuff, newer stuff, mm. sci-fi. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we're back July 11th in person outside July 11th and it's on R street or S street. What's which street on is it? C street, C street. It's yeah. It's like C and 15th, two, one, two, 15th street. Yeah. It's the red museum. If anybody listening, I got, a, le- I got a letter. Is. Yeah. Just Google red museum, Sacramento and let, uh, let ways take you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty easy to find. It's a warehouse. And it's going to be uh, Saturday night, or su- sorry, Sunday night, eight o'clock on the eleventh. Mm-hmm. July eleventh, right. right? Sunday, eight p.m. Um, yeah, be there or you know, be square. Else. Yeah, of course. What, yeah. what are we watching at the Red Museum on Sunday night on July eleventh? Well, we're watching one of my favorites, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, hell yeah, girl. <laughs> A commercial um, failure, but a cult classic. Yes. I, ha- I have a, a a box office bomb. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody knew all of Carpenter's best films. A box office bomb. <laughs> this was this is John Carpenter. Yeah. 
Yeah. I had yeah. No, John Carpenter, had no Kurt Russell. We got Dean Cundy behind the camera. Mm-hmm. We got uh, James Wong. Written by James a whole Hong. bunch of dudes. Yep. James Hong. Amazing as the villain, Lopan. Lopan. Uh, and uh, they have a version of Raiden. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, original this, version of Raiden. This is the original version of Raiden. Yeah. This inspired Raiden. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of clips from this, but I have to be a gross admittance. I've never seen this, so I'm, it's so good. I'm excited to see it in person with everybody. It's and, an interesting awesome. story. Like the plot of the movie is interesting. Yeah, yeah. don't t- don't spoil it's it for me. Silly. Yeah. All I know that there's going to be a bizarre. big amount of trouble in a li- very tiny tiny China. I think this was <laughs> yeah. uh, my my mother, local billionaire Jamie Miner. She. Uh, <laughs> She saw this movie, and she, I, I, if I can remember correctly, she was afraid of this movie. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, there is some scary images in this movie, so don't bring your kids. Because I know we're all yeah. in our older age, well, so, like, everyone's having kids left she, and right, which I don't understand. But. Did, did your mom have a chauffeur drive her to the theater? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think so. I think that is correct. Yeah, okay. Nice. Driver. Yeah. Take me to big trouble, please. <laughs> um so Uh, adam yeah uh, it's a it's a great it's a great movie it is it does have like it's horror action what is carpenter says it's his action adventure comedy kung fu ghost story monster movie (laughs) so that's carpenter saying that's his quote is there any romance in it can we add one more description on there there there's a bit of romance oh my god he missed missed the boat on that (laughs) It got every. They got everything. In Check there. the box. Every category. It has Kurt Russell in it. What do you expect? I know. It's got, and it's got Kurt Russell, which is like that glorious mullet. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful man. Um, Adam, um, we have uh, since you're on the show with us, we've been playing a uh, a fun trivia game uh, lately, and you graciously agreed to play along with us. You ready? You know, I'm not going to say I'm ready, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I am ready, but I am not prepared. All right, so strap in. (laughs) It's the middle class film class movie trivia game. All right, here we go. Sponsored by Cameo. (laughs) Pending (laughs) approval. Yeah. Rick Cameo. Sponsorship. Yeah, Rick Cameo called me himself and said, "Yeah, Pete, you can use the you can use the name." (laughs) Rick Cameo. Cameo. Yeah, Mr. Cameo. (laughs) Um, So uh, we we've done this a few different ways. We had Joseph versus Tyler the first round. We had Eric versus Bruce, two listeners slash uh, fellow podcasters from uh, Find Your Film, uh, play against each other. Mm -hmm. So I asked Mm -hmm. Adam. I said, Adam, do you want to do solo? Do you want to play one of the against one of the three of us? And Adam said, I'm taking Pete down. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I said was, I'm probably not going to win regardless. So (laughs) (laughs) I want to fight Pete. (laughs) That's right. It's happening right now, baby. So, um, Joseph, uh, I let, I let Joseph know, and I, I wrote some questions for you. I uh, have the questions ahead of time, Adam, and sent them to Joseph and Joseph wrote some questions for me. So Pete made my question super difficult and Joseph made Pete's question super easy. Um, of course. I hope <laughs> I, maybe I did. I don't, I didn't mean to ne- nepotism, <laughs> cronyism. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read the rules real quick. Um, each contestant gets 30 seconds on the clock to answer simple movie trivia questions like name three movies with Nicolas Cage. Each question has a different point value assigned and the player with the most points at the end of five rounds wins. Simple enough. Okay. Simple enough. 
All right, so uh, we'll see who's first. Joseph, Tico, whatever you whatever you want. Okay, and I'm playing the uh, 30 seconds on the clock. All right, uh, local celebrity Adam, since you are the guest, you will go first. Sure. And Tyler's keeping score. Yes. Okay, local celebrity Adam Murphy, you share a surname with a litany of on-screen Hollywood elites. For 1,776 points, celebrating our nation's independence from Ireland. I think that's not right. That is, that is accurate. That's factually accurate. Okay. <laughs> we are independent from Ireland. That is true. <laughs> name three other Hollywood actors or actresses with the last name of Murphy. All right. Well, we got to go with Killian Murphy, right? Okay. Um, oh, my God. This is going to be terrible. There's three uh, big ones. On. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Had, had your whole I'm life. really bad. It's Brittany Murphy. Yep. Um. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, there you go. Got it. Yeah, baby. We would have also accepted uh, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek and James Murphy from LCD Sound System. Oh, and she, he's, he's not, not an actor. A, he's not an actor. I know. And <laughs> he's an actor. Yeah. Charlie, Mur- Charlie Murphy. Uh, I don't yeah, know he was in. Uh, he was in uh, the, the comedy. The Tim Heidecker movie. Oh, wow. I do. Tim and Eric's know. billion dollar movie? No, the no, com- no, no. The, the comedy. comedy. That's what it's called. It's called the comedy. The comedy. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. aware of that it's one. A, it's a nightmare, but, mm. but I do recommend it. <laughs> yes. Nice. Wait, how many points was that for? That one, 1776. Yeah, 1776, when we freed ourselves from the clutches of those yes, leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> the yoke of Irish oppression. Sons of bitches. Okay. Um, okay, Pete. Yes, I'm ready. Your turn. And you're choke. you're uh, ch- you're uh, buzzing yourself. Um, I'm gonna do. D- I'm just gonna start the thirty seconds. That's that's it. Okay, I have I have the uh, correct and incorrect okay. answers with me. Cool. Okay, Pete. We all get excited when hearing the name of a movie spoken in that very same movie. Yes. A la Brokeback Mountain. Okay. So mm. not excluding Brokeback Mountain for sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty points. <laughs> all right. Name five movies where a character says the name of the movie. Oh, man. Um, Annihilation. <laughs> um, let's see. Goodfellas. Ca- I- Casino. That doesn't even count. Sure. Yeah. That's such a common word. <laughs> and he say it in the movie. Um, the Secret Life of Dogs. You're going to have to take my word Did for that one. Did they say it in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I'll say you have three. Okay. Two more. Kill Bill. Uh, oh, hateful Eight. Mm. Oh, they don't say Hateful Eight in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, son of a bitch. You did worse than I thought. <sighs> Would have accepted Annihilation. Okay. Back to the Future. Fuck. Good Morning uh, Vietnam. Oh. Jurassic Park. Mm. The Matrix. Hot Tub Time Machine. I thought it, I, I didn't think, no, it was called Hot Welcome to Machine. Jurassic Park. He does. That's a great one. He actually looks into the camera. Uh, and, well, he did not welcome to Jurassic Park. He says Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's not the movie name. Jurassic Park <laughs> is the movie name. Okay, fair enough. Some like it hot, or some like it hot. And there's a whole plethora of others, but those are the big ones. I follow a a few Facebook pages that feature these, and I shit the bed for that. I'm sorry, <laughs> I failed everyone, including my parents. <laughs> okay, I would actually consider that a, a Murph move. That's, that's a, my I, alter ego. I really you, murfed, you murfed it. it. I murfed yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> murfed it. All right. Okay, Adam. Yeah. Second question. 
Joe Dante directed Gremlins and Gremlins 2. For yeah. 1,000 points, name three other Joe Dante directed feature films, not Gremlins 2. Okay. Uh, the Talking Head. Uh, what is it? The Stop Making Sense. That was Joe Dante. Um, sure. He did Horns with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. And he did... No, that's Jonathan Demme. Shit. Jonathan Demme did the... Uh, the talking Fuck. <laughs> Joe Dante definitely did Horn, though. Um, but he did not do the Talking Heads movie. Joe Dante did... Gremlins movie. Oh, that, was a, that, was a really? tough, that was a tough one. Wow. <laughs> no, it shouldn't have been tough. I, I know this. <laughs> um, the Burbs. Inner Space. Okay. Yeah. Matinee. Inner space. Small Soldiers. The, oh, he did Small Soldiers? The Howling. Piranha. Hollywood Boulevard. Explorers. Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, <laughs> and the okay. whole. That's what we have here. Okay. Yeah. That's Did he the, not do horns even? Dude, I suck. N- no, that was... Um, I, I pulled every feature-length movie. He did a bunch of TV movies as well, but... Uh, Brie, I was on Jonathan Demme. Bree says uh, Alexander Aja or Aha directed horns. She's seen that movie a thousand, a thousand times. All right. And well, read the I book really... a thousand and one times. <laughs> it was my turn to Murphy. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question two for Pete. Okay. Pete. That's your name, right? That's my name. Which is short for Peter. That's right. Correct? Mm-hmm. For, <laughs> for nine points. Okay. Name five movie characters that share your first name. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Pan. Um, Peter from Office Space. Um, that's three. <laughs> Let's see. Mm. Peter, Peter, Peter. Can I say Peter Pan from uh, Wendy? No, you can say Peter Pan from Peter Pan. <laughs> Damn it. Um, let's see. Oh, I've Pete, got one Pete, in Pete, Pete from the Goofy movie? Is that oh, yeah. That's, that's his neighbor's name. Mm. All right, that's five. All right. <laughs> nine points, Tyler. Hell yeah. That was, a, that was the big money round, too, of nine points. Also would, have, <laughs> also would have accepted Peter Pettigrew. Yep, that's good. Oh, yeah. Peter Parker. Oh. Fuck me. Peter Vankman. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Peter and, Quill. Uh, Peter Quill, yeah. Oh. And Stinky Pete. Ah, yes. From, Kelsey, by Kelsey Grammer. From uh, Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. The number one movie that dethroned Paddington 2, <laughs> which dethroned Citizen Kane. That piece of shit. So Toy Story 2, <laughs> best movie ever made. Definitively best movie ever made at this point. Toy Story 2. I don't even think it's the best Toy Story movie. <laughs> That's a, I, I am absolutely uh, on board with that. I, Toy hey, you better, Story 2. You got to write into Rotten Tomatoes and tell them what's right. up. At the, at the, I am offended. <laughs> okay all right question three on the board nine points adam all right Whew. Mm-hmm. at the red museum you scream uh, you scream <laughs> yeah, he's, he screams at the audience uh you screen uh, underappreciated gems and odd movies that are fun to watch in a group like sleepaway camp wild at heart and zardas oh, starring sean connery mm-hmm. in the spirit of the strangely named zardas for 10,000 points, name three movie titles starting with the letter Z. Ooh. I know there's a movie called Zoo. I've never seen it, but that's one. Ding. Um, <laughs> Xanadu, I think, starts with X. It yeah, is an X. That's an X. Um, then I'm going to go with the movie Z. That's a movie. Or Z, if you're a, mm, yeah. if you're a, a Brit. A British. Um, 
Is there a zebra movie? Zizazu. There, there is one, but it's not called Zebra. <laughs> zebra Man. I, I, is that a movie? So zebra close. Man. Zebra Man. That's a guess. <laughs> zebra Girl. That's zebra a new one. Girl? Came out, came out this year, actually. I just watched it. It's good. Fuck. Sequel, Weird. Sequel to Horse Girl. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, no, we did That's, not. We did not uh, two, two out of three. <laughs> so, we would have accepted the upcoming release of Zola. Oh, shit. I want to see that, too. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's the official Indeed. title. That is the official title. <laughs> Zootopia, Zookeeper, uh, yeah. Zombie Bro, Zathura, Zero Dark Thirty, Zoom. Zombieland, jeez. Yeah, Zoo Warriors, Z for Zachariah, Zack and Marie make a porno, Zappa, Zombie ha- Hamlet. Zero Days, Zero Ville, Zoe, Zombie Child, Zoom, Zoolander. Oh, right. I think we get <laughs> it. Zama, Zero Days. I get it. I get it. Jesus. I did. I wrote for these ones that it's like <laughs> we don't know. No one knows the Z movies. I, I make the a, com, a compile a complete list just in case. You never heard of Zakamon? But, but I, but I should have known at least the movie Zombie or Zombieland okay. or Zoolander. Yeah, Zoo, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah. Looking at all these Z's, the Z is starting to not look like a letter anymore. I'm telling you, it's weird. <laughs> That's the pressure of this game. You you think you know movies, but then once you get what? the question, you 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 uh, once you put the screws to you. Okay, under that under that microscope. Yeah. Question three for Pete. I'm ready. You like cars, right, Pete? I like cars. You're a <laughs> car guy. I'm a car guy. <laughs> Some might say you drive cars pretty much every day. Every day. You got not one, not two, not three, but four of your own cars. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, look at how rich. And he is. three of them run. How three rich? of them run. <laughs> For uh, one thousand nine hundred sixty-one points. Nineteen sixty-one. Good year. Name three movies that feature a Cadillac in them that don't have the word Cadillac in the title. <laughs> uh, driving Whoa. Miss Daisy. Um, Brockback Mountain. Oh. Goodfellas. There was one in the background of Brockback Mountain. Uh, Goodfellas. Just three? Oh, uh, yeah, it was just three. Oh, done. Oh, you did it. <laughs> For bonus <laughs> points. Oh. I still need to stop the timer. Oh, Pulp, pulp Fiction. Uh, any, any Wise Guys movie. Um, Scarface. <laughs> that very, was an easy one. Cadillac's an easy one. So, 1961. 1961. Also would have accepted Dreamgirls. Shape of Water. Shape of Water has a good one. Ghostbusters. Yeah, poor Michael Shannon mm. gets his 1962 Cadillac destroyed in uh, Shape of Water. Fear and Loathing. Broke my heart. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dukes of Hazard. License to Drive. You're really sorry for that character. I know, fuck. I, know. I really love that character. He was such a... Dickhead. Such a caring, nice guy. <laughs> nice. Hey, man, you know what? It's not cool to fuck with people's cars. You know, people can be that's assholes. True. Don't key their cars. <laughs> Isn't that the line in Pulp Fiction? You, you do not take a what is it? Takes a real piece of shit to fuck with someone's automobile, something like that. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I'm not aware of that one. I think. I think yeah. I think that's. <laughs> I think it's never touch a black man's radio. That's, <laughs> wow. that's from Pulp Fiction, right? Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Jackie Chan. Um, question four for Adam. Ooh, all right, yeah. The 1980s and the 1990s seem to be the sweet spot for a lot of Adam's plops. For 1980 oh. and 1990... Oh, wait, what? What is it? For 1980 and... 1980 and 1990 points, <laughs> name, <laughs> name three movies that won the Best Picture Oscar in the 80s or 90s. Okay. Um, American Beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right on the um, edge. Counts. Yeah, see, Academy Awards, 
best picture? I'm thinking about it. Oscar ones are hard. The big ones. Oh, um, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Um, and, oh, fuck. One more. What else is around there? I know, I know, I know. Uh, I don't. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Your like, time is up. We would have accepted Shakespeare in Love, Titanic, uh, English Patient. Yeah, what the shit? Braveheart, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Schindler, that one Schindler's List. It, yeah, Unforgiven, Dances with Wolves, and a lot of other ones. And the rest. <laughs> Nobody cares about any of those movies. <laughs> Forrest Gump beat Shawshank. Yeah, Shakespeare in Love beat. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, Stephen Private Ryan. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love. That's how you know the Academy Awards are rigged. Forrest Gump and uh, Shawshank. That was a coin toss, probably. Think so? <laughs> it was a coin toss. Like, Forrest Gump is like a crowd pleaser, but Shawshank is objectively a better movie. Of course it is. <laughs> Forrest Gump was a, uh, was a what, what do you call that? Phenomenon. Yeah, it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Phenomenon. It's a movie you watched a lot as a kid. Phenomenon? No. John Travolta? (laughs) Um, Question four. For Pete. All right. Ready. You like turtles, right, Pete? I like turtles. You're a turtle guy, (laughs) some might say. I have have two of them. You feed turtles. I've never heard of that before. Every day. Turtle guy. I don't know if you feed them every day. They feed themselves every day. You got not one, but two turtles of your own. Yes. Shout out, Pepe and Elby. What's up, buddies? (laughs) My my boys (laughs) in the backyard. For 123 points, name at least three movies with talking turtle characters and what their characters' names are. Oh, um, Finding Nemo, uh, Crush, um, a turtle, I don't know the other one, the turtle story, I don't know what that one's, uh, Over the Hedge, Sheldon. Oh. That's <laughs> uh, a total guess, by the way, of <laughs> his name. What? Ooh. Uh, no. Let's see, yeah, one. what else? It was not Sheldon? I don't know. Over the Hedge, Shelly. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, talking turtles. Come Fuck. on. I can't even think of another one of the movie. You got Crush. That's or, a really hard one. Or we would have Squirt. accepted Squirt. Squirt's his son. Uh, Morla from NeverEnding Story. Master Ugwe uh, from Kung oh, Fu Panda. Oh, fucking Ugwe. What about Teenage Mutant Ninja Or any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Ninja son Ninja of a turtles. bitch. <laughs> They're turtles. Although I don't know if you would count them as turtles. They're turtles. They are. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're turtles. They're, they're humanoid they're turtles. Less than I don't tw- know if They're talking counts. turtles. They're between 13 and 19 years old, and they're turtles. They love pizza. Yeah. They love pizza. And big rats. Shit. How many points do I have, Tyler? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, 9 plus 1961. <laughs> 1970 points. <laughs> One equals, yeah, 1970 <laughs> points. <laughs> You take, have a commanding lead over that, Adam. Take that, 10th grade has, math. Uh, 1776. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh, I have like 200. Both good I'm, years, I'm, though, right? So, wait, so who has... What, I'm, beating, I'm winning by 200 points. 200 points? Ish. Mm-hmm. Only? Okay. Something like that, yeah. All right, <laughs> Adam. Last question. All right. Ooh, this, uh-huh. this is a good one. Our listeners may not know this, but you sport a high-quality mullet on top of that head full of movie knowledge. <laughs> oh, that's so true. For 6,900 <laughs> points. Nice. <laughs> Name four movie mullets. Okay, well, I gotta go with Joe Dirt. That's the classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lost Boys has some hella great, amazing mm-hmm. mullets in it. Kiefer. And um, and this one just just popped off the top of my head because I was thinking about it recently. Labyrinth. Uh, How yes. can you beat that mullet? One more. One more. 
Oh, one more. Oh, shit. Um, Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, well, Big Trouble. There you go. Big Trouble China. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Layup. That's it. 6,900 <laughs> points. That was a layup for Big Trouble. So think, is now a, yeah. is Adam now in the lead? He oh, by is. a lot. By yeah. 6,700 points? Yes. Yes, yeah, something like that. 6,700 points. Okay. Pete. All right. All right. Last <clears throat> question. I'm ready. For 67... 6,701 <laughs> points. Okay. You claim your favorite movie is There Will Be Blood. Okay. Repeatedly. Yes. Starring Daniel Day-Lewis, directed yeah. by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. For six... No, for, not, for the points that I just said... <laughs> Can you name <laughs> at least four other movies starring Daniel Day-Lewis that are not directed by Paul Thomas Anderson? Uh, Lincoln. <laughs> the Dances with Wolves. My Left Foot. And... Oh, gosh. I don't know if I follow a lot, to, a lot of Daniel Day-Lewis's stuff, unless it's PTA involved. Come on. This is for the game. This is for the win. I like want to help, but I but I don't. <laughs> this is for the win. You get a shirt. <laughs> no, I <haven't>. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it! You were one away. I don't know. I don't know any other date. Last movies. of the Mohicans. I said that. No, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, you said Dances with Wolves. And oh, also, that, that's not. That's Kevin that's Costner. What, actually. That's actually what oh, I meant. Is shit. is Last of the Mohicans? So you actually only got two. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Gangs of New York. Ah, Gangs of New York. Oh yeah, Some that's of, right. That's Scorsese. That's Scorsese. The Crucible. Martin Scorsese. The Age of Innocence. <laughs> in the Name of the Father. The Crucible. The Boxer. The Ballad of Jack and Rose. Nope. nope nine. No. Nope. And you got Lincoln. Ah, yeah. So Adam, right? Adam wins? Adam, yep. Adam, Adam wins. Adam wins with 8,666 hey, points. Oh, my God. Fantastic. I'd like to thank uh, the middle class film class for having me on. I'd like to thank <laughs> years of wasted time in front of television. I'd like to thank... Uh, <laughs> Look at, listen to the crowd. Listen Standing to the crowd. O. They love, oh, they love you, Adam. All right, that's thanks enough of that. Everyone. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, I, I've, it's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. Um, give us one more Always. plug for the Red Museum, and we'll let you go. All right, it is July 11th, 8 p.m. at the Red Museum. We're watching Big Trouble in Little China. It's an action, adventure, comedy, romance, kung fu, ghost story monster movie that you got to see to believe. Uh, and how much, what's the, what's the price of admission, Adam? Okay. Yeah. We are asking five bucks. Right. Um, but if you see, this is a suggested donation. We're asking five Su bucks. Suggested donation. Suggested donation. Mm -hmm. And if you give us five bucks, there might be something else for you. Oh, nice. And it's a bring, might bring be a little surprise. Bring your own snacks and drinks and stuff. BYO everything. All yeah. right. We'll do it. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, Adam, we'll let you go. It's good talking to you, buddy. Rock and roll. Thanks, guys. Later. See ya. What a delight. And actually, uh, he says suggested donation, but on this podcast, this specifically for me, it's a required donation. <laughs> there is, if you're coming in uh, with uh, the knowledge of the Red Museum from our show, you're required to pay. Yeah, Tyler makes the rules. <laughs> I, I, I give him, I give him right. a, a 20 bill every time I go to those uh, Why don't movies. you give me a 20 bill? For what? I'm hosting this goddamn show. I have a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Well, maybe, you know what? You know what? Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Oh, speaking of which, before I uh, relinquish my time to Joseph, um, what, there's also hosting fees for the new website. That's right. Hold what? On. Where is that? We have a website. Yeah, we have a website. Somewhere on here, there's a... It's very robust. It is. Um, I don't have the... And it's exclusive. Is that what you're trying to play? Yeah, I'm trying to play. Exclusive. Play the horns. Uh, yeah, it's uh, mcfcpodcast.com's new. It's nothing special, but if you want to find our socials and all that stuff and listen to recent uh, episodes, uh, just head on over there. It's a good time. And Bree spent some uh, a ton of time uh, making Who? it. Brianna, the love of my life. Oh. The air in my lungs, the blood in my veins. She <laughs> made it for us on last-minute terms, and it's, uh, it's everything we need, and it's great. So check it out. Joseph? All right. So um, I'm just... I don't really have any movie news, but I do have movies that I watched um, that are not, one of them is not going to be streaming anymore tomorrow. So it's not really a streaming pick and I don't have any streaming picks, but I did watch movies this week. So I don't think I'm lazy. (laughs) Okay. I don't think anyone's saying that. I've been busy. All right. Watching these movies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We forgive you. So I went to the movie theaters twice this week. (gasps) That's exciting. That is exciting. And the first movie I saw post, uh, almost post pandemic, mm-hmm. um, since, uh, we last, the last movie I saw in theaters was The Hunt, which was our last, oh. uh, in-person field trip. Yeah. Um, I went and, uh, saw the newly released Werewolves Within. Oh, exciting. Werewolves Within is a new movie, sort of comedy horror movie starring the AT&T girl. Um, Who's that? She, you'll, you recognize her. Alicia Vikander? I don't, yeah, it's her. Oh, okay. Um, it's, um, it's that girl right there. AT&T girl. I don't have cable. I don't know, see commercials. Anyway, <laughs> so this movie is rentable. It's $7 on Apple TV, Amazon, um, but it's in theaters right now. Okay. And I went and saw it, and it was not bad. Was it's it? basically like a game of werewolf, if anybody's ever played that, or... Um, it's based. It's based off of a game. Is it like a card game or a video game? It's a. It's actually based off of a video game with the same title. It's a VR video game called Werewolves, Werewolves Within, and it's like a. Oh. It's a Who Done It. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, okay. It's like Knives Out meets Werewolves. Interesting. Meets Goonies. No. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, it's not as like. Uh, probably not as well written as Knives Out probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it is a very entertaining movie. And basically this cop, he's not a cop, he's a forest ranger, moves to this new town. He's the new forest ranger of this like small town in the mountains Mm -hmm. or the hills. And uh, there's a a werewolf causing mayhem. And it all takes place over one night. And like they all gather in this one house and uh, the power's out, power's all out. And uh, they basically like... Who's the werewolf? Who's the werewolf? Oh, so it's they're trying to figure out which one of the people in the house is turning into a werewolf and killing people? Yes. Hmm. It's interesting. Don't don't they just like look at the person with the giant fangs and the hair coming out over all over the place? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's interesting because like (laughs) you think that would be the giveaway. Right in the beginning, it's like you think it's one person and then like mid through the movie you kind of forget and then you think it's another person. And um it's it's entertaining enough. It's not like the best movie. It's kind of cheesy at some point points but it's worth a watch okay it's okay. worth seven dollars not thirteen dollars so mm. yeah you're getting your you're getting your bargains worth to watch it to seven bucks at home for two people to watch it yeah it's a friday night movie good okay nice um and uh the guy uh what's his name homer from uh not simpsons but uh oh brother <laughs> right now 
Oh, Hom- Homer. Homer? Nepotism. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that guy. Homer I don't know. Stokes. I don't know oh, Homer Stokes. Yeah. I don't know his act, that actor's name. But he's in it. John Goodman. Is he the werewolf? No. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Can you tell me? Um, no, the guy that has a John little, the, the little little person. The, running, the guy's running for uh, oh. Go- governor. Oh, that's I belong right. to a circuit secret society. I am not of nature. Don't even <laughs> discuss it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the next movie I watched is, I guess, in theaters right now, and it's also on HBO Max. It's leaving HBO Max tomorrow, July 4th. Um, and it's not really a movie that I highly recommend that much. I watched the third Conjuring movie and, uh, Oh yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was entertaining enough. I don't feel like it was as scary as I wanted it to be. Yeah. And you don't even need to watch the Conjuring movies in like succession because it's sort of all self-contained because mm-hmm. I haven't seen the second one or any of the Annabelle movies. There's a little, a little, uh, fan service for the people who follow along, but it's not like you're going to, be completely lost. Mm. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got the gist of it. And uh, yeah, so it's it's an okay movie. All right. You know, that's the movie I watched. And then the third movie I did watch is a little bit more local. Uh, I saw it at the Tower Theater, a mm. um, movie called First Date, and mm. it stars some actually local talent oh, that cool. I actually have worked with. Nice. Because of my job. Wow. It actually stars two people that I've worked with. Um, and it's kind of like a, it was accepted into Sundance, which that's after, pretty neat. After watching it, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have been a what part of say? that. Um, yeah, hours. And T- then Tyler uh, wants to know where his invite was. Uh, it was me who was invited. So I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the one dishing out the invites. Um, so basically it's kind of like a classic plot, like a teenager who needs a car to go on a date. Okay. Oh, is this, this, uh, action movie with the drugs in the car? Yes. Oh, I saw a trailer for this. Starring I, Golston Dart. No. Um, <laughs> and um, so basically this kid, he has this girl out on a date, and but he needs a, he needs a car. So he buys this 65 Chrysler um, from this shady, shady guy. A New Yorker? Uh, yeah. Sweet. And, Good car. And um, it's in bad shape. <laughs> oh, bad car. <laughs> yeah. And he buys it from this guy, and like the car has, is, is wanted by a gang, basically, mm. of these drug dealers or whatever. And he's driving it around, um, and he gets into these shenanigans, and it takes place pretty much over the course of one night. His parents go out of town, you know, um, and um, it's definitely like not student film, but it's definitely like a really well-made student film. Oh, okay. Like it's it is good quality, and there is some pretty good visual comedy moments, and like good like bits of dialogue was this was this directed by a local director too or is these just local actors that were um i don't know if the director is local or not Hmm. but um it's a it's it's also entertaining but also has a lot of sort of cringe writing in it gotcha but it's it's worth a watch okay yeah what's it called again it's called first date and where can you find it uh you can also sundance see this (laughs) yes I don't know if it's still, I mean, I saw it at the Tower Theater, but you can also rent it on uh, Amazon Amazon and Apple TV and YouTube. Nice. Um, amongst other ones. So, so yeah. Lo- so lo- uh, support local art. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. No news stories. Not really. The news is he's in the theater twice in one week. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. I that, haven't been in theater once so, so far. You guys are both going to movie theaters and uh, leaving me behind. Well, just hey, there was a, there, the, <laughs> my, my context is a little bit more serious than Joseph. I, I, I know. I know. I'm going, I'm going to go, I'm going to wake up 
uh, 8.30 in the morning tomorrow. I'm going to go see a movie, and both of <laughs> you guys can stay the fuck home. Cool. That's not on, true. On the 4th expect, of July. I'm not waking up at 8.30. I expect Good. a text from you. <laughs> I expect a text from text, you saying, I'll text meet you me at this theater. No, I'll text you when the trailers start and say, look what you're missing out on. And then I'll, I, I will speed my way down there. <laughs> you right. find the theater first. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess I... Um, yeah, it's your, your, your go. My, my turn. Uh, so uh, for our uh, viewers out there and for our listeners who are new to the podcast, uh, sometimes I do a list of oh, yeah. Here movies it who... <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. I'm ready. Movies that correspond to the year that came out with the episode number, and we're on episode 96. And so I'm going to list my... Not movies that are popular in 1996 that I'm just listing my favorite movies okay. in 1996. First off, we have Twister, starring Bill Paxton. Incredible film. <laughs> Sling Blade, okay. starring Billy Bob Thornton, which right. is, oh my God, but that that movie is really heavy. I don't also starring Dwight Yoakam mm-hmm. and John Ritter. Uh, Cable Guy. Starring Jim Carrey, which we talked about in our uh, group chat, which... I just uh, watched that this week. It's not a streaming pick because everyone everyone should just watch it anyways. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, Train Spotting. Okay. Good nah. movie. Eh, I'm with Joseph. Meh. It's all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. This is my list. I prefer Control. Ooh, <laughs> I, I, you and know they, what? That's not, a, that's not bad. That's not a bad comparison. It really spot trains on there. And how could I forget The Rock? Starring yes. Nicolas Cage and uh, Sean Connery. Oh yeah, that's his name, Sean Connery. I didn't know that. That the, was the joke. I don't know. That, <laughs> I don't know that Dwayne Johnson came out in 1996. Yeah, I thought he was straight. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's my list. Uh, Can I chime in? Can I say something about 1996? Sure. Mars Attacks that, on, that we did on this show. Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I know. I I had to keep it short. I wanted to and keep it short. How appropriate. Independence Day. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's right. Independence, Independence Day. Day did come out <laughs> uh, in 96. To our uh, viewers, uh, one of our viewers chimed in, not named Dan. Oh, hi, Nathan. Space Jam. is trying, He's chiming in with Space Jam. Oh, yeah, we also did Space Jam. Yes, we did. Not sure if he's being ironic or not. <laughs> but, well, uh, it holds a special spot in a lot of people's hearts, but as we, as we found out from a rewatching... Very sexualized. It, le- it, le- <laughs> it leaves a lot to the imagination. <laughs> it certainly does. It certainly does. The sexualization uh, of Lola Rabbit is oh, necessary. You. It's necessary. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sexualizing oh. a girl rabbit. <laughs> Tyler, uh, said, Tyler said those things. His life. I, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. But I, I became a man. <laughs> That was, a, that was the time that Tyler realized he might be a furry. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever uh, call me doll. Boing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just you... like to formally apologize to <laughs> all these guys. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people have been coming up to me and saying, oh, hey, Tyler, are you uh, excited for the new Halloween movie that's coming out called Halloween Kills? And A lot of people? Yeah, yeah, a lot of you people. know, a lot yeah. of different people, a lot yeah, of you no, know, a lot of people, uh, you know, because I have the uh, antagonist uh, tattooed on my body. <laughs> oh yeah, it's and true. so they uh, come up to me and they think like I'm like a super fan of uh, the Halloween series, which 
you know, I mean, they're not wrong. That's not true. I mean, I, I uh, regret this tattoo. uh, Do you? Significantly. Yeah. Um, I, it was a spur of the moment thing. Uh, don't get tattoos on the spur of the moment. Yeah. Unless it's a, uh, a food character, like the, the, the cow head from the baby bell cheese. Oh yeah. Never regret that one. The Chiquita banana character. And, uh, <laughs> and so, all uh, movies reference. So I've been getting, a, I've, I've been, I've been getting a oh, lot of, uh, uh, people asking me like, Oh, are you, are you excited for the sequel to the Halloween series? And, uh, no, I'm not. I, I, I saw the trailer, which came out last week mm-hmm. and it just let the series die. And actually as a Halloween series fan, if anyone is going to be, uh, uh, or who is interested in the Halloween series, all I have to say is watch Halloween 1, mm-hmm. watch Halloween 3. That's all you need to watch because everything else is just uh, trash. It's all trash. Halloween I, 2. I want to see a Halloween musical. Oh, well, you know. That, <laughs> wow. that, you're okay with that? I, I, you're I, okay with th- that, but not Halloween Kills? I mean, can you, can you imagine Michael Myers doing jazz hands with his butcher knife? Like, I, I can't. Mean, I, want it, I cannot. So I want to see it happen. I, th- I think that Live. would be great. So, uh, yeah, for everyone out there who has been asking me about the Halloween uh, uh, Halloween Kills, uh, no, I am not The rumors interested. are not true. I am yeah. not excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I stop like, asking already. Jesus yeah, Christ. I it, don't smoke weed. I, I, well, that's true. I, I, don't, I don't partake. Uh, Look at that. Someone on Team Tyler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a couple of news stories though. Uh, first off, wait, 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 we, we talked about this. We all have, we're, a, we have a hard time. Well, I know that's why I'm trying to get through it. Okay. Uh, so I guess there is a alien, uh, TV series coming out. Yes. We've talked I, about this. We have. Yes. Okay. Well, um, uh, so <laughs> this is, well, I guess there's uh, more news to it is that Ripley is not going to be a part of the TV series of alien. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's not going to be a part of space either. It's uh, there's. It's not going to take place in space. It's not going to take place on a mining alien planet. It's going to take place on Earth, hmm. which I think there's a lot of room to grow for big open spaces with xenomorphs. Z- excuse me, uh, xenomorphs. Um, <laughs> I, I, big open space with xenomorphs. So it's alien versus predator. Well, no, it's because it doesn't take place in an ancient Mayan uh, pyramid in the Arctic. Mm. But uh, I think it's going to be really interesting because I've read the comics after the Aliens mm. movie, James Cameron, James Cameron's Alien movies came out. And uh, essentially what happens is that the Wayland industry takes the alien back to planet Earth and then the xenomorph essentially takes over earth and it's a post-apocalyptic situation with, uh, you know, like the queen, like, mm-hmm. uh, nesting in different parts of earth. So I think that it would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I guess what we have talked about it before. I want to fill, I want to see the alien queen fill up this core of the earth, like and <laughs> full of eggs. And there's just a shitload of them down there. A la pitch black, a la, uh, starship troopers. Ooh. A la Godzilla 2000. Yes. Oh, the Maggie, yeah. Matthew Broderick, uh, masterpiece. In, in, in a, in a, uh, <laughs> sports arena. Yeah. Madison square. Garden. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. He loves it. Loves the idea. <laughs> 
How can, we please de- can we please delete that off of the drops? I can't. I can't take. The, I can't take it anymore. That's that's. <laughs> no, we can't. Okay. It's, once it's on that's there, it's fine. permanent. All right. Uh, that's uh, whacking off. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I will be whacking off to uh, the Alien TV series because I. Am oh, a, you know, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, my last news story is uh, Blumhouse is doing a sequel to The Exorcist. Oh yes, yeah, I've heard I've heard whispers. The first Exorcist? Yes. Oh. Um I my this is how you can tell I'm pissed off is because like I'm not like raging and like crescendoing my voice into a way where like I would be to show express, your anger. Yeah. No, this is a, how you know you're mad when you're not a, showing your anger. Yeah, this is a very deep heated anger. Okay. That I can't, I, I just, I can't believe that. First of all, uh, why, how did, like, how, well, actually, I uh, I already understand. What can I do to piss Tyler off the most? <laughs> yeah, make an Exorcist sequel, because that was a masterpiece. Exorcist 2, eh, you know, trash. Exorcist 3, a classic. But to make a, a they're doing the same thing with Halloween. You know, uh, they're ignoring all the sequels and then they like remake it, like coming back like, oh, yeah, Halloween 2 didn't exist. Halloween 3 didn't exist. Like whatever. And so now they're doing the same thing with The Exorcist. Do you, f- do you really feel like it sullies the name of The Exorcist by having a bad a bad remake, though? It's just it's basically the exact same move as having a bad sequel. Yeah, who, well, who cares? You, still, you got the original property. It's like visiting, you make a great point. It's like visiting an old friend. It's always there. Old reliable exorcist. You make a great point, but at the same time, it's like why waste your time on an IP that's already successful? Just it's not take a waste. That. It's not a waste of time. It's money. Well, it's money. Yeah, that's true. They want that that's money, true. and then who better to get money for this? I, I feel like this is a personal attack on me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, th- I I feel like the Blumhouse brothers are like. You know they're spying on me, and they're just like, "How can we?" <laughs> Michael and George Blum. Yeah. yeah. How can how how can we make Tyler's life more miserable than it already is? Oh, let's make an Exorcist sequel that ignores everything else. So you know, I don't know. I I, uh, I, I tend to stay away from most Exorcist type movies because I've already seen the best one. It's called The Exorcist. That's right. But uh, so like the taking of Deborah Logan or whatever. It's like I watched it. It was fine, but it, I wasn't like, "Ooh, another Exorcist movie." It's so exciting, you know. I wasn't a part of the. I'm gonna go home and watch it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't. It's it's not part of the. But I mean, movies about exorcisms in general. Yeah, I'm like like, eh, it's old hat, been done. They've already did one. Actually, they already made a movie where the a little girl says, "Let Jesus fuck you," (laughs) while she's doing untoward things with a crucifix. Yeah, stabbing her genitalia. In the 70s. I know that's crazy. Can you believe? Can you can you imagine what it would be like if you're in the '70s and you go to a theater and you and you see that scene and then the little girl shoves her mom's face into her bloody crotch? I'm sure. Oh my god! I'm uh, sure that I'm sure the target uh, the target audience was for people like Glenn Danzig. (laughs) Glenn Danzig was all over that. Danzig is a kidnapper. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he kidnapped my heart with his music. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that's all. That's all I. What's, what's next, Tyler? For those who haven't watched this show or li- listened to the show. Oh well, well, well. What's next is uh, streaming picks. Movies. 
currently streaming live on the internet. <laughs> streaming in. I want my picks back. Streaming. Streaming into. All right, I don't know who has the fucking pick. Streaming. That story is streaming elsewhere. You found the pick. All right. Well, we are now in our streaming picks segment, and this is a segment in which we pick movies that are streaming on various streaming services so that everyone could, you know, uh, find something to watch. Yeah. I am uh, I'm on right on pace for my quest for 500 this year. I'm, my goal is to watch 500 movies in 2021, mm-hmm. the year of our Lord, Anno Domini. Year of our Lord. And, uh, and right as J- June ended, I finished number 250. Halfway through the year, I'm at 250, and I'm sweating a little bit. I'm panicking. Oh, <laughs> I think I need to start cramming some movies in. So um, um, I have um, one very fun movie, cheeseburger movie, that I want, I'm going to recommend. This is Cheeseburger movie? Yeah. I've heard the phrase. Good burger? Yeah, it's a good, a good cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, or a, a Boca burger, if you will. Um, <laughs> with, what's the good? What's the good vegan burger? Impossible? Beyond. Impossible. Beyond? Impossible. Impossible? Or okay. beyond. So I got uh, I got a great delicious burger from Burger Patch. Uh, mm. it's, it's called uh, Boss Level from uh, 2021 this year, streaming on Hulu. Boss Level. Have you guys heard of this? Boss I know. Level. Boss Level. It's been. I've heard of Boss Baby. This <laughs> is almost the same thing. It stars Frank Grillo. It's a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> almost the same thing. Almost the same thing. And uh, basically, it's Groundhog's Day mixed with like a Michael Bay action movie. It's he this is character. He's an ex covert ops sort of guy or like special forces played by Frank Grillo. And uh, I know Frank. Didn't Tom Cruise already do this kind of movie before? Yeah, but it was like a futuristic war movie. That was Edge of Tomorrow, a.k.a. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge, right. a, a, a.k.a. Um, Live, Die, Repeat. Weird, <laughs> weird movie title change. Where Respawn is. Yeah. IRL. But anyways, um, this one is, is not that. He's basically it's. It's directed by the guy that did um, Smoke and Aces and has mm. that same high high intensity energy, kind of like crank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and basically he wakes up in the morning to a guy trying to kill him. His, his you know, wake up clock is this machete banging into <laughs> his uh, headboard on his bed. And he wakes up and there's an assassin in his apartment trying to kill him. And he lives through this event 200 plus times throughout the movie. And he's he has... 10 different assassins all trying to kill him and you're not quite sure why. Um, so it has Frank Grillo in it. It has um, Naomi Watts as his estranged wife. It has Mel Gibson as the big bad. Mel and Gibson. Mel Gibson. He plays a fucking great antagonist. He's, I mean, I mean, he's already an antagonist to our society. So this yeah. is, this is true. But those blue eyes, <laughs> you can't cancel those blue eyes, baby. <laughs> So, uh, and also my favorite addition to this movie, Will Sasso. Oh, Will Sasso is in this movie? Plays the head. he's finding work. The head security guard. And uh, (laughs) I was a little disappointed there wasn't one lemon in the whole movie, but still. Yeah. um, (laughs) If you you have some spare time, look up Will Sasso lemons on YouTube. It's ridiculous. But anyways, it's a fun action adventure or sort of action Groundhog's Day movie. And it's like hard R, a lot of cussing, a lot of blood, a lot of um, everything. It's just like, it's like so much all in one. And um, it's called boss level. And essentially it's like a video game. You're on this level that you can't beat. Mm-hmm. You can't beat the big boss. So it's like playing Dark Souls. And every time you play that level, you get a little bit further and a little bit closer to the boss. And, you know, you learn how to avoid this enemy and learn how to uh, try a different strategy with that enemy. And it's very, very fun. 
Um, it's not uh, going to win any Oscars, but uh, I had a really, really fun time watching it. Mm. So um, if you're looking for something like that, if that's up your alley, uh, watch uh, Boss Level on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is where you talked about the cable guy. Watch that. That's streaming right now, I think, on Netflix. Oh, really? I think it's on. I want to say it's on Netflix. Um, but uh, that's not that's not my streaming pick. My main streaming pick is uh, not any new movie, but it's a uh, Tropic Thunder streaming on Amazon Prime. Oh. So goddamn good. It's so good. It yeah. has uh, it's a great understated Matthew McConaughey performance. It's probably my favorite Tom Cruise performance. Um, the rare comedic Tom Cruise performance as Les Grossman. Yeah. And um, it's got a great soundtrack. It's got fake um, fake movie trailers. And I watched Tropic Thunder and then we watched The Cable Guy. And in The Cable Guy, they have the fake news stories, mm-hmm. which, and, and within the news stories about this, the Menendez brothers basically killing each other. Yeah, yeah. The two brothers that one killed the other brother. They have the whole like news It's like circus. a It's like a B plot almost like yeah it's subplot like, it's playing in the background on the news throughout the entire movie yeah and, and they have a t- made for tv movie that's released while the thing's coming out and it's, yeah. it's um oh fuck what's his name it's like scott Bayo or somebody plays both of the brothers in the oh movie. yeah who is it it's um, i can't remember who who was supposed to play marty mcfly before and he got canceled um marty mcfly yeah in the back to the future it was going to be uh, this actor and then it ended up being um Michael J. Fox. But anyways, they have a fake trailer for that in The Cable Guy. And then later on, when uh, Ben Stiller directed both of those, Tropic Thunder and The Cable Guy, when he did Tropic Thunder, they did the fake booty sweat commercial. (laughs) Ben Stiller. Satan's Alley. It's Ben Stiller who plays Sam Sweet. But in the TV movie about the Sam Sweet story, it's like, uh, it's not Scott Bayo, but it's somebody else. It's... Uh, just look up who who was going to play Marty McFly before Michael J. Fox. Are you sure it's I'm pretty sure it's person? him. I'm pretty sure it's him. Um, but in Tropic Thunder, they have the uh, the Fatties Fart Two, <laughs> Satan's Alley, and Scorcher Six. Yeah, Satan's Alley was a really funny one, starring uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, but I don't know Academy, how much money okay, Eric Stoltz. I, Eric Stoltz. It is Eric Stoltz in there. Yeah. So it's uh, starring Academy Award winning Kirk Lazarus and MTV Movie Award Best Kiss winner Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bad, bad boy. Yes. <laughs> and uh, apparently Tobey Maguire basically agreed to do it for Ben Stiller and he said, you have me for one day. <laughs> and that's, that's when they shot that the trailer. Funny. So anyways, Tropic Thunder, if you don't know what it is, it's a, a movie about making a movie. It's about making this movie called Tropic Thunder based off the book Tropic Thunder written by Tayback Fourleaf, who is played by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, the one and only. And it's got a great cast. Um, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr. in blackface, who is yeah. un- uncounselable. Um, ben Stiller. Yeah, that was uh, weird. Who plays the director? It's Steve Coogan. Steve, yeah, Steve Coogan. Yep. Uh, Danny McBride's in it. And he's a demolitions expert. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey and the aforementioned Tom and Cruise. Al Pacino. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I don't know Pacino, that actor's yeah. name, but yeah, the, the the guy that runs Booty Sweat. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, it's they're making a movie in Vietnam and they decide to do it guerrilla style and go out into the jungle and shoot the movie um, like re- real life. Uh, like in the fields of which the hidden, Vietnam War was had. Yeah. Like, put them in the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you want to turn these pansies into real actors? Yeah. 
So they go out there and Steve Coogan un, very quickly gets uh, blown up by a, a live mine that's left over from the Vietnam War. Yeah. And half of, stuff. half of them think it's a joke and or it's part of the act and half of them think that he's really dead. And and they go on an adventure and they end up at a, like a opium mine, basically. Yeah, like a opium uh, workshop or uh, like a mill factory. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's Tropic Thunder. This They're is, producing poppy seed muffins. Yeah. <laughs> it's from 2008. It's so goddamn good. And it's a hard, it's another hard R, a lot of cussing, a lot of like stuff you wouldn't want to show to the kids. So watch it. Well, yeah, and night. it has blackface too. So that's kind of a. The point, the point, Tyler. <laughs> kind of a weird thing. The point is they're making fun of people doing blackface. This is the point. They're yeah. talking because they in a number of times yeah. they talk about how ridiculous Kirk Lazarus, the actor played by Robert Downey Jr. is in doing blackface. And he even says, like, tries to relate with a real black actor that he's acting with and tell him we've is been that the song to the Jeffersons. We, yeah, we've been through so much. That word has kept us down for 400 years. Oh, God. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and it's it's so ridiculous. It's so funny, though. So watch yeah. that. Tropic Thunder 2008 on Amazon Prime. Awesome. And yeah, I don't have any streaming picks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I, mentioned, any- I mentioned the movies that I watched this week. No movie recommendations. Watch The Cable on- Guy. I did. I'd recommended them already. Not on any streaming services. Though. Uh, the Well, yeah, no. There's not one. You didn't watch any Harry Potter movies? No, I didn't have any time. I was at the theater. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. Watch Harry. Watch Watch the Cable Guy. HBO Max. Yeah, do that. All right, fine. Well, uh, I endorse that. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I do have one streaming pick. Uh, this one is from a. It's from a long time ago. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> back when I was living up in the uh, Lost Coast. Nineteen ninety nine. I wouldn't say nineteen ninety nine, but I was nineteen. A long uh, time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Six years ago. Ten years ago. What are okay. you doing? You're 29? Uh, yes, I am. Man, you're old. I know. I know. I am. <laughs> um, so this movie is called Humboldt County, streaming on HBO Max. And it's a quaint little indie film. It's about a medical student who is a failure at life, uh, professionally and socially. And he meets this girl who... Oh man, I can't remember the actress's name, but she he meets this girl and they have like a one night stand and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to go home. Do you want to come with me?" And they drive up to Humboldt County. They don't say this Humboldt County is like for anyone who doesn't know is like a huge like huge area. Like it's not just like a like one point in place. Mm-hmm. But Sasquatch lives there. Yes. That's right. And also marijuana lives there. That's true. It's where too. marijuana was invented. That's true too. Uh, well, yeah. Um, and so he uh, goes to Humboldt County with this girl he just met, and uh, he gets stranded uh, in this uh, pot farm. Oh, so steed it, it, it is dead. It is pot farm related. Yeah. Okay. He gets uh, stranded in this pot farm stead and then he learns the way of life that isn't in la which he was originally from mm-hmm. um it's good is there I, a sasquatch in this no no sasquatch although there is a little bit of a mention of a sasquatch uh, because well i don't want to give the movie too much away but yeah uh sasquatch is mentioned uh, in a uh, perceived attack but oh really they kind of figure out it was just tweakers which, by the way, that Sasquatch documentary, I'm almost certain that it was just tweakers. 
Uh, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. what convinced you? Yeah. What convinced me? Is it the fact that Sasquatch doesn't exist? Because I lived there. <laughs> I've lived there. I know. You live, you I know. There what for goes. How long? How long? How long you lived there? Three years. Oh. Three years. What, were you? Is this when you were cleaning Olivia Wilde's bathroom? No, that was afterwards. First of all, we don't know if Sasquatch doesn't exist. Oh well, yeah, that's, that's true, true too. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I want to believe, as Mulder would say in the X Files. I want to believe. Uh, but yeah, Humboldt County. It's a quaint little indie film. Uh, very. The writing is so so, but I I don't know. Like when did this it, come? When did this come out? Two thousand eight. Okay. So like on the heels of Eagle versus Shark. <laughs> this is uh, pre or post nine eleven. Yep. Yeah, post nine eleven. About the yeah. economy crash around the same time. Yeah. Oh, movie. oh, I forgot about the fucking economy crash. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I, I had foreclosed on a house <laughs> because of that <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, uh, I was 24 with a foreclosure on my record. What the fuck? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was a junior uh, Chase, in high school. Chase oh, yeah. Bank. <laughs> Actually, uh, it was Chase. That was my that was my lender. Oh, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's my current lender too. Oh well, uh, shout out to JP Chase Bank. Morgan Chase. Uh, yeah. Actually, I actually found the drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, uh, F those guys. Uh, but uh, I did also allude to a movie that I did see in theaters last week on our last episode. Uh, and I didn't have the information pulled up because of the person who I am. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I did watch a documentary uh, called Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. And if you guys aren't familiar with that actress's name, she was the lead in West Side Story, Mm 1961's West Side Story. And oh my God, that documentary is heartbreaking and uplifting at the same time mm-hmm. because this is a girl who came from very poor, uh, a very a, a very poor situation, and then she moved to New York, and then she, you know, went to LA, became an she was kind of typecasted for a little bit mm-hmm. but then she got the west side story lead and then she also went on to uh the electric company show in the 70s starring morgan freeman she mm-hmm. was side the by side company. with is that the show or the movie yeah the show oh okay. the show and it's just an incredible documentary i watched it at the tower theater in sacramento california i don't know if it's still playing there but Rita, Rita Moreno yeah have you heard of her before you watched the documentary well yeah because she was the lead in West Side Story is which that a favorite of I yours? couldn't tell you a single character name or actor or actress from West Side Story well I mean I watched it in high school um it was I watched it multiple times in high school I don't know I was just really? I was in love with the dancing of, do you like do you like musicals uh kind of like, you like kind West Side Story? of I mean, you know, story is the exception when they're snapping their fingers. Yeah. yeah. Dance fighting. Yeah. When you're a jet, you're a jet. When you're a shark, when you can fuck off. Yeah, when I, when I'm walking down an alley in the uh, streets of Sacramento, I'm always snapping my fingers <laughs> as a protective measure. I can see you doing that with your denim jacket. With yeah. Buttons all over it. Yep. That's right. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that documentary, I don't know if it, I don't think it's streaming anywhere, but when I it does, Highly recommend it. And <laughs> after it, you after you watch this movie, you're gonna say fuck Marlon Brando because he is a piece of shit. Oh, we need more he, documentaries about how shitty Marlon Brando is. He's a piece of shit. 
but he's a good actor. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disparaging his acting skills, but he's a piece of shit. And he played Jor-El. You will find out how much of a piece of shit he is with this documentary. They don't go into it too deeply, but they go into one situation in which he was the ultimate asshole, which I, I'm still blown away by like what he did. Like it's insane, but yeah, uh, you know, and, and I will never view the Godfather the same way again. I have a question for you, Tyler. <clears throat> okay. At the beginning of the show, in the pre-show, uh, you said you had you had a uh, some sort of streaming pick or news about a, a movie that Joseph and I had recommended to you guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, so we, we got time. Okay. So uh, you know, uh, both of Pete and Joseph, they were belly aching about me uh, watch wanting to watch uh, Inside. It, that's oh, what it's called yes. by Bo Burnham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it. I didn't like it. What the? F- really? Yeah, I didn't like it. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I think there was flashes of genius, but overall, it was just annoying. I was annoyed for eighty-five percent of the movie. Really? And I, I, and I, tr- I went into it with an open mind. Like it's not like I went into there thinking like, oh, I'm not gonna like it because it's Bo Burnham and it's a mu- and there's music in it. Which, uh, ironically, I write music myself, so, you know. Uh, but, um, yeah, I watched the movie, and I was annoyed. And Why? Well, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think... You, you didn't like this? How can you hate that beat? Yeah, no, I... I Come on, uh, Tyler. Uh, I cringe. I cringe. I, I cringe. I, I just, I don't know. Do you not like, it, it just doesn't do it for do me. Do you not like musical comedy in general? I guess not. I guess not. I mean, the only. What about it was cringy? Well, the. Like for uh, you, what was it? I think, I think it was a little bit too on the nose with the uh, current events in our world. Like it was just like, okay, yeah, we get it. We're, we're in isolation. Like it was just a little bit too on the nose uh, I, Tyler, I guess that's what i have to say about it it was just like okay yeah we get it you were you were isolated and you did your work i and i gotta say too i don't know if i was really ever a fan of bo burnham to begin with so so if you don't like if you don't like musical comedy you won't like this musical comedy or any other musical. and if you don't like bo burnham don't watch this show about bo burnham yeah i mean so that's a take i don't away. know i i White girl Instagram actually had me laughing. It was a slapper. That, that was a really funny bit. Uh, I really by, liked. By the that. way, by the way, Tyler, uh, Nate, uh, uh, not named Dan in the chat says that Inside's a masterpiece, and uh, Bree says that it's uh, it was fantastic, and she cries every time she listens to the Turning Thirty song. Oh yeah, the Turning Thirty song infuriated I'm pl- me. I I'm gonna send that like- to you on your thirtieth birthday <laughs> next April. <laughs> see, well, how, see how you like that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I I don't mind getting older because I plan on living to 800 years old. So, you know, like at my age right now, it's like I'm in my infancy. Last time we checked, last time we checked in, it was 300. Well, it goes up every time. You you better be with 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 technology, like advancing the way it is. You got to get that Bezos money if you want to live to 800, though. Eh, That's not true, though. I'm relying on my uh, like superior genes. There have been many times where I should have died, you but may, I'm alive right now. You so may not you like know. it, but this is what the peak male form looks like. That's right. That's right. <laughs> look That's at him. You can see him now, audience. Yeah. This is what you're. Right. This is men. This yeah. is what you're supposed to look like. Well, I'm not saying that. Look, men, look in the know. camera, Tyler. Look right in the camera. 
I mean, it, it is a little concerning that I have to wear uh, glasses in my advancing age. But oh, that's uh, a good, that's a good point. Peak <laughs> physical. In, in 800 years, you're not going to be able to taste anything, hear anything, smell. No, I, I plan on having most of my body replaced with uh, mechanical parts. And then when you can't pay the bill, they're going to... Um, they're going to repo you like that movie with Jude, Jude Law in it. <laughs> repo men. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe so. I don't know. Um, Top five dystopian futures. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, come at me, bill collectors. <laughs> I'll be ready. Like Nine Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nine and Dan says, thanks to Inside, I will never forget that Jeff Bezos was born in 1964. That's true. I don't See, I don't give a good guy damn years, about He's 20 him. years older than me. You know what? I don't care if it's an unpopular opinion. I, I, I you know, okay. it, it's it, it was annoying. There was some flashes you of uh, genius. That's what I said. Uh, there were some flashes. <laughs> no, you said it was annoying. Not I thought it was annoying. All right, fine, fine. You know, you stick, can stick your guns, Tyler. Have I, your opinions. I, I am. That's what I'm doing right now. I, I, <laughs> I think. Uh, I just think it was a little bit I'm too early. Going insane right now. <laughs> you know what? Maybe so. Maybe so. From doing this. Goddamn podcast. Bullshit artist. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get into uh, some Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Yes. Brokeback Mountain. Um, We're breaking backs on this mountain. Yeah. Well, I wish. Hey, Ledger broke some backs. They- <laughs> <laughs> he broke something else, too. <laughs> Behind And uh, <laughs> hearts. <laughs> he bro- oh, yeah. He broke Yeah, he broke too. some hearts. Yeah. Yeah, that that was obvious one. Who's oh, and so for the for the people who are watching or just now listening for the first time, um, every week we do a steep dive into a movie we chose at random from the Wheel of Destiny. Whose choice was this, Tyler? This was mine. That's why Tyler's hosting this week's yeah. his movie. Yeah. Why uh, broke back mountain? Yeah. Why? Why broke back mountain? Why? Well, I, I, why I you put us through this? I put you through this. I don't have any tears left to shed, Tyler. Okay, well... um, They're all on my living room couch right now. Well, because it's one of the greatest romantic stories ever told on the silver screen. Like, uh, that's a bold statement. (laughs) It is a bold statement. And that's why I said one of, like, not the... uh, What's the other one? Marriage Story. Oh. oh. Well, Uh, I I wouldn't say it's romantic. It is some... Well... uh, La La Land. I haven't seen that. Blue Valentine. I wouldn't say Blue Valentine. <laughs> All those are not. I'm not, I'm not going to get into a list of that. The beginning uh, of signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, the reason why I chose this movie is because, one, it's one of the greatest romantic stories ever told on the silver screen. Okay. And he's got it written down. I, that's why he keeps saying it in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And two, uh, I just think that this is a movie that I feel like is not talked about enough in our modern age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it deserve it did get a lot of credit when it came out, mm-hmm. but I think it deserves like a reinvigorated uh, momentum. Uh, I, it just. It needs to be in the zeitgeist, and it's not. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, fun fact, uh, this movie is the most recent movie to ever be registered in the Library of Congress. No shit. Yeah. Mm. So, and they left out B-movies starring Jerry Seinfeld. That's right. Did they do it during Pride Month? <laughs> no, I think this was, I think this happened in, uh, I want to say 2010 or something oh, like that. that. That's his recent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, uh, oh, yeah, 11, 11 years. Yeah, 11 years ago. Oh, my God. No, I, 2010 I, was 11 years But I don't know if that's, does it, does that mean the most recent 
How often do they do that? Or does it mean like the most recently released year movie? From my understanding, it was the most recent movie to be released. Like to a, be like this. Was, oh, so it's like the newest movie that's in the Library of Congress. Yeah. This is a 2005 release. Yeah. So there's nothing, nothing above that. Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think Dark Knight's in the Library no. of Congress. What qualify? Why do you have to? What? What? How do you get in there? Well, it's a Congress has to vote on it. <laughs> so the quality. Well, yeah, we know how slow they are. It's the the it's a it has to be culturally significant, aesthetically significant, and I can't remember the third. It's a lot of movies um, between two thousand five and now. That well, yeah, but I mean. We're talking about Brokeback Mountain here, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, we all saw the movie. Like, that, yeah, we did. That, that's a timeless classic. Like, it, it, I think it, I wouldn't it, say it, it's timeless. I okay, okay. It's a point. It, it, I think it okay. encapsulates a point in time, specifically. Okay, I was, I was just okay. <laughs> uh, well, are you well, gonna give us the the information well, on the let's movie? Let's get a breakdown. Tyler? Yeah, we'll get into that in a, a little later. Uh, a little time. later, we're talking no, about yeah. the fucking movie. What, that, yeah, in a little. Two thousand and five, Brokeback Mountain. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get to. That's to, what we're talking about. <laughs> Lead this goddamn show. That's what I'm trying to do. What you, year was this released? Two thousand and five, directed by Ang Lee. There we this go. follows Enos and Jack. Ennis. <laughs> Ennis. 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 Not, <laughs> what the fuck? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's kind of like a really weird name. Like it's a old, school, it's a really old school name. It is. I'm pretty sure is. I have a grandpa Enos from or Enos uncle, or uncle Enos, Enos from uh, yeah. Idaho. It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird name to put in this movie. They too. show the penis. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of do. I was um, waiting for the. They do show a little wang side dick. Yeah, a do little they? bit. Yeah, there's a little bit mm. of a side profile of some go, wang. I'm gonna go back and pause that scene. Anyways, uh, Enos and Jack are two shepherds who develop a sexual and emotional relationship. The relationship becomes complicated when both of them get married to their respective girlfriends. However, that's such a uh, bland uh, that's uh, description the, of that's, what that's what happens in yeah. the movie. Well, I know it does, but like the, it's so much more complex than that's that. That's why you have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's Anyways, the synopsis. Pete, what was your was this your first uh, viewing of Brokeback Mountain? Yes, it was, Tyler. It was my first time watching, Ooh. and I uh, I really enjoyed it. I I yeah. kept I kept thinking about uh, Ang Lee's The Hulk the whole time. Why? Because he directed was, that. Yeah, because he directed that. <laughs> That's my only reference. And point Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, and Crouching Tiger. And I was like, this movie's nothing like those movies. <laughs> no flying people. No, I didn't see or green people. I know I didn't see one goddamn flying dagger in the whole thing. Um, oh well, I. You weren't watching closely no, enough. No. <laughs> it was, but it was, it was, it was really. I feel like it was expertly directed. Um, the, the scenery shots are probably my favorite. Like, I'm like, God damn, should we just move to Wyoming right now? Can we just go to that stream right no. now? Oh my God. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And then we should I was, all take a middle-class film no, class camping trip. I've been to Wyoming. Don't go there. And then, and then I saw them washing clothes in the Creek. I'm like, I'm out. And then her washing clothes in her fucking sink at home. <laughs> oh yeah. With the washboard. Yeah, Enos's wife. And I was, and I saw the really Enos. funny thing. <laughs> The really funny thing I, uh, that I thought was interesting was when he's washed Jake Gyllenhaal, Jack, Jack Twist, is washing his clothes in the creek. He has a, a, a club, and he's beating his shirt with it. It's not yeah. even a club. It's like a branch. It's a stick, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, is that how they do it? So I started Googling how to wash your clothes in a river. <laughs> and you're either supposed to hit it with a stick or slap it on a rock to loosen the dirt up. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Which seems excessive, but anyways. I okay. There's no dryers or washers there, so I digress. doing the tumble. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, that's, that's, and then you're supposed to get it wet. That oh. loosens the dirt off. Oh, you do it first, and yeah. then you get it, you get it wet. Yeah. You that makes sense. Beat the f okay, anyways. 
<laughs> so I, I liked it a lot. Um, it Good. was, I was more sad than anything. Yeah. Like, it I takes wanted, a lot out of you. Like I wanted them to just accept who they are, but this was 19, late 1970s Wyoming in, or, you know, mid 1970s, early 19 or mid 1970s. It starts in, it got in the eighties. Did it? It went across what? 20 years or so. Yeah. 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 And, um, but it was the whole time you're just like, you're, you're thinking about like them trying to make their relationship work and can they make it work and maybe we can do this and you're getting, I don't know, it was just so frustrating just for them. If you're putting yourself in the shoes of the, of the yeah. characters, because you, they both know what they really want. Yeah. You can see the brightness and the happiness in their eyes once they finally get back together, but it's like they get, they're like tied to this convention of what you're supposed to do. So I, especially in Wyoming. Yeah. yeah, especially after seeing what um, Enos saw as a nine-year-old. Yeah. Oh my so God, which we'll get yeah. into that. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I'm glad. I'm kind of upset I haven't watched it before that. Um, but um, yeah, good time. So thanks, awesome. Tyler. Joseph. Um, yes. This is pretty much my first time watching it. I've seen like a part of it a long, long time ago. And then I was like a child. So I was like, uh, this is boring. <laughs> you know? look at all the sheep it's a very gray movie I just want to know like in what situation you were a child watching this movie that it's on cable it was on okay it's yeah. 2005 right yeah 05 yeah. so this was that was, I probably would have watched it like during high school okay um yeah so a full viewing of it um yeah I didn't like it you didn't like it no really I did not like it that's very okay. surprising I thought oh. it was very boring Mm. And wow. like Pete said, it is very, it's just, it is sad, but like not in a good way. Like it's just, it's just depressing the whole time. Mm -hmm. And Wait, so that's why you don't like it because it's depressing or no, that's not why I don't like it. I don't like it because it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I also thought the pacing of the movie was really weird. Like the, I don't know. It just felt like a TV movie. Hmm. It felt like I was watching like Lifetime <laughs> or, or like a Hallmark movie. One of the greatest movies I, of the oh, I see what you mean. I, of I the know. mid two thousands, you're comparing it to Lifetime movies. I get it. I, it felt and the music. I Is it, it was was it because of like when they would cut away to them being back in Wyoming, and they're just like on horseback riding around together, just glancing at each other, ex exchanging knowing glances with the cheesy music playing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And then also the music was very corny to me and like the re the repetitive acoustic like it had like a theme basically. yeah it was, it was like a it was like a motif every time they got together that same musical it like, bah, 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 bah. and yeah. it was like this acoustic almost like a 12 string sounding yeah. guitar yeah and it was just repetitive over and over again and i got tired of it mm. and um but like other than that like the acting was good the like the sweeping shots were really good and like production wise it was pretty good, but I don't know. I just didn't land. I just didn't like it. It like it felt like a bunch of. I mean, it basically was just a bunch of different times. Yeah, it's like smash cut in their life. Now it's five years later, and they're both assholes. Yeah, like they're both dicks, and then, they put their dicks in their. We <laughs> 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 knew it was coming. What? That's what, I, she, that's what he said. I'm curious why. What, because I, 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 I somewhat agree with you, but why do you think they are assholes? Uh, they're assholes to everybody else in their life besides each other. Like yeah. in what way? Like, what, like what specifically are they well, assholes? Well, first well, off, Enos is basically just, he, he sh like 
verbally abusive and emotionally abusive to his wife. For and one. also emotionally not there for, for his her. kids and his wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with Ain't that. Ain't no one eating unless you're serving it. Yeah. And, okay. Um, Alma. Like he is just like he's with her and they have kids somehow. And <laughs> they still have sex. Yeah, I know that. That's the other thing. I'm not sure if he was actually gay. I think he was bi. Mm. Well, I think you force yourself to do things. Jack, if, Jack Frost or Jack Twist or whatever. Jack, Twist. <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> Which is definitely a porn name. Yeah, Jack Twist. Definitely a porn name. Jack Twist. You and know, he'll twist your insides up. He's got a season. No, he gets his insides twisted up. Yeah, he's a power bottom. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he yeah. generates the power. Yeah. <laughs> he he was less of an asshole, I think, to his family, but Anne Hathaway was definitely a bitch. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean Jerry Hag gets blonder and blonder. That's true. That <laughs> I will say that wig was atrocious on Anne Hathaway. Like <laughs> like every time like they so like this movie starts out in 1963, which, you know, I kind of agree with you. I didn't like, like I didn't it. That's like... my initial thoughts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, well I... what about your initial thoughts, Tyler? Well, well, my initial thoughts. When did you first watch this? Yeah. I first watched this, uh, I think, in 2009 or 2010, like fresh out of high school. Um, I heard about it and, you know, like a lot, you know, I, I grew up in a pretty... Uh, uh, homophobic part of Sacramento. So, hmm. you know, a lot of people were making jokes like, oh, yeah, a broke back mountain. Uh, you know, like just making like jokes that I Good one. I, I wasn't really like, <laughs> I wasn't comfortable with it because, like, you know, I liked Ang Lee at the time. Like, I liked Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I didn't like the Hulk that much, but I appreciated the integrity of the movie. And so <laughs> I heard about Broke Back Mountain through these homophobic jokes. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. Like, uh, it, it, like, it can't be that bad. And I checked it out. Tears were shed. Mm-hmm. I. And and also I was very frustrated too because it's like for me as a person, like I don't understand as we as a society don't allow people to fall in love with whoever they want to, you know, like it like Luckily that's becoming less and less sure common. But in the sixties, you definitely I mean you really and, run and a risk in, not in California. But yeah, you run a risk of yeah, literally being killed. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the kind of the, I put myself in that headspace because I forgot that this movie set place in the beginning in 1963. And so like the impact of their relationship is a lot more, uh, you know, impactful. Um, yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was strange that I didn't, it didn't feel like 1963. I mean, Jack twist pulls up in a 51 GMC pickup that yeah. looks like it's 50 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, how the, how's it aged that much in 11 years? That's crazy. <laughs> well, he, there's a lot of use. Uh, it's been through this shit. And yeah, it goes it, from Texas to Wyoming every <laughs> summer yeah. for whatever, for some reason. <laughs> so like knowing that this was taking place in a time where, you know, uh, groups of men were, uh, just straight up murdering uh, people who they perceived as gay, not even if they weren't gays. And I and I want to bring up the uh, story of Enos, where he was Ennis, Ennis, Ennis. I think you Enos. can say either way. I, th- I, I thought they said it is. Hi, Enos. my name's Enos. <laughs> okay, Ennis. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't recall him. Rhymes with a Venus. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and something else. I thought the character character names were just not that great 
Um, but and some you, Jack Twist. Tyler, yeah. if in 1963, do you think you would be one of those roaming marauders just looking for gay dudes to beat up? No, I think I would be, uh, I think... A progressive shining light in Wyoming 1963? No, I think I probably would be in Palo Alto trying to uh, <laughs> trying to be in the band of the Grateful Dead. But, oh my um, gosh, it's funny. Uh, so, like, just having your headspace into that time frame in Wyoming where, you know, the, the prejudice was running high. I mean, you don't see no black people in this movie. Okay, so... Which is a... On, on that topic, did you guys feel like watching the little vignettes of them living in their little small white towns? Mm -hmm. And I've, I was watching, like, the hoedown. There's, like, the rodeo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic announcer, by the way. Look at him go <laughs> from Lightning Flat, Wyoming. <laughs> Boy, does she know how to make that horse move. <laughs> and it was like, that was great. And then it smash cut to, like, the cowboy bar. And everyone's wearing cowboy hats. And everyone's wearing the shirts with the frills on it. You know, yeah. the little whatevers. You know what's funny? I almost well, got a cowboy hat for this episode. That's fantastic. I almost did. But the point, what I thought about at the time, I was like, watching this, like, bird's eye view of this community just living their life it felt mm -hmm. like i was watching like a documentary about some remote nordic town where yeah. everyone's super white uh, everyone's wearing very similar culturally specific clothing they all have the strange sounding uh, vernaculars yeah. that they're using american midsummer yeah and i'm like i'm like this is america only you know a few decades uh, past mm -hmm. but still i mean if you were to go to wyoming now there's probably a lot of that very in very similar um, yeah, stuff happening, and it's like that. We're More Trump so, flags, we're, we're so yeah, <laughs> we're so far detached from it. Like over here in California, yeah, and Wyoming, it's it's it feels like a completely different world or country or part of the earth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, so essentially, the story goes that Ennis and Jack they're looking for work on Brokeback Mountain to herd some sheep. And they go to this uh, portable trailer. And I didn't really like the tension in the beginning. I thought they could have been a little bit more restrained because as soon as uh, Jack comes up, like he's like looking at Ennis, like, ooh, like he's like looking him up and down, like as if like he's literally he's, like, posing, like he's like posing in front of his truck. I thought that was like a, he's ready for it. Yeah, I thought that was a little <laughs> bit too. I, I you just got to put yourself out there, man. How are you going to know? They're really laying on the, the, the fact of like there are going to be gay cowboys okay, in this movie. Yeah. But let's let's just assume that they weren't gay. If this is just a Maybe story just about like two fronting. guys, is it gay to lean against your truck? Can we are we gatekeeping lean against trucks now? In yeah, wearing, you know wearing a denim tuxedo, he, they're all wearing <laughs> denim tuxedos. No. But you know, you this bring is a, way before Jay Leno. They were they were they were <laughs> pioneers of the denim of the Canadian tuxedo. But you bring up a good point because going into this movie, you already the have buns on like that hose hound. <laughs> you already have this perception of they're going to end up together. Like regardless of whether or not you've ever seen this movie, you've heard it in our culture. And so, you know, that this is what's going to happen eventually. So but maybe do they end up, do they end up together? No, no, they don't, they which is forbidden love. spoilers. Yeah. What, uh, I, it, <gasps> that was the most, I, and I felt Jack's frustration because, you know, they go up to the mountain and, you know, at first, like, they're pretty good. Like, they seem pretty good friends, you know. like At first they, they seem like they don't really care for each other at all. Yeah, no, like, they're kind playing of, hard to get. Uh, uh, can I ask a question? Sure. Did Ennis rape 
Jack Twist or the other way around? Ooh. Jack Jack got him all liquored up and then he grabbed his hand and literally guided it to his schwanz. Did he? I thought he just grabbed like a, like a big no, spoon. No, he did and then it yeah, started he, going south yeah, of the border. He, yeah, oh, okay. he went it below was, the equator. Oh, that's why he woke up. And that when he's like, is that a dick I'm feeling? And he yeah, did not li- did not like it at first. He didn't say that. No, he did not. That, no, was, in he his head. that was in his head. That's in my head. But like you can tell by his body language that like he his, was not happy. His perception of life is being challenged, even though he he's drunk. Yeah, there was a rape. Well, yeah, the greatest wait, love who story. Was, who, wait, who was which one? They were both drunk. Uh, they drank a fifth of en- whiskey. Heath Ledger. Ennis, yeah, Heath Ledger got raped by Jack, even though Keith Ledger was the one giving it to him. Yeah, so he's. Yeah, he so was coerced he, into the Jack sex. Twist is the power bottom. Yes, he was he is. coerced. He was coerced to it. He was he drunk. was coerced. Yeah, but greatest he, story. Greatest story ever told, according to Tyler. Yeah, greatest right. romance story. story ever told. Oh, is this is this how uh, you bring me down? Yes. With a, okay. You well, can't. You think it's based off of a rape? I don't think it, I did. <laughs> the absolute worst movie I have ever seen. <laughs> All that being said, I loved it. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, you bring up a good point. I didn't think about that because I only, what my perception was is that they had It's lonely up in those mountains. I know. They they, get warm somehow. They had these uh, buried feelings, but because it was the 60s, they grew up in a very masculine kind of way Mm -hmm. that expressing those feelings was just so taboo it was just off the table and jack taking the risk because like you know like us humans uh us creatures we go off of scent so maybe that (laughs) there was it was like (laughs) smells gay (laughs) (laughs) smells pretty gay in here i'm just saying like there was probably some pheromones going on into that tent and uh no 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 no. listen listen there's the there's a reason why jack's the one who ended up that pheromone was booze (laughs) there's a reason why jack's the one that ended up getting lynched by those gay hating group of guys allegedly Allegedly. i know it's maybe it's ambiguous but there's a reason why he's the one and Heath Ledger's not the one who would have got stopped to Because he went to Mexico to and got a handy from no, because, a Mexican. Because Jack Twist knows who he is, and he's ex- he's accepting that, and he pushes the boundaries. Like, he's the one who came on, obviously. I almost forgot. We're live streaming right now. <laughs> we are. Hi, chat. How's it going? <laughs> Ryan says, smells gay. I'm in. <laughs> in, the, in the chat. <laughs> um, but, he, he's, but, he, but Jack Twist is the one who's taking the risk and ultimately paying the price. Yeah. In, in my opinion. And it's like, how bold do you have to be in 1960 and then and then it all comes crashing down i felt so bad when you watch uh fucking randy quaid spying on them like a like a creep first With, of all randy quaid is in this movie yeah yeah red flag top yeah <laughs> top five randy quaid performances <laughs> that this, isn't a national is, lampoon movie this is number one or independence number two is independence day yeah <laughs> I, I will say this, Joseph. I didn't like the music. Like, I think this movie would have been a lot more, uh, a lot more impactful if there was no music. If you could just hear no music, yeah, it would be a lot more boring. You just hear the slapping. Music. Oh no, no, God. you can hear the viscera. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You actually, you know what? Fun fact about this movie is uh, Gus Van Sant was uh, uh, he was supposed to direct this movie. Mm, that is fun. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine Gus Van Sant directing Brokeback Mountain? It would have been much more graphic. It would have been a much more graphic movie. How? He spits on his hand. Yeah, but Man, in cut, the it, in it, the rape scene. It cuts away. In the rape scene. He's like, What are you doing? What are you doing, Jack Twist? Oh my god. Is there god. any dialogue? 
in that scene. Yeah, he says, "What are you doing?" I, just yeah. going, he, I mean, he did. I he can't gr- understand a fucking word that Heath Ledger says. In this he, movie. I know. Which, it, well, yeah, we have subtitles on <laughs> perpetually in the Abeda house. Yeah, yeah. And we got, I had to turn them on. Yeah, and he says, uh, "There's a couple scenes when the subtitles don't even try." It just is blank when Heath Ledger's talking. Oh, I could understand <laughs> him. Uh, well, but I did have this movie like you speak on almost the language of slur. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> he speaks mumblish. That's true. That's I'm I bet, fluent that's in mumblish uh, because of my friendship with Kevin Lesbian in high school. He mumbles. Kevin uh, Lesbian. Yeah, no. his name is Kevin Lesbian. How dare you stoop to that level? <laughs> that's what you in said. Pride Month. This it's not Pride Month anymore. This far from Pride Month. <laughs> it's not Pride Month it's anymore. A, it's the 33rd of June in my heart. So still <laughs> this far still from Pride Internet. National Women's Day. I know. Well, anyways, uh, I just feel like that the music was just a little bit cheesy. Like it was just I would have liked the music to be very minimal, and I think that would have given credit to. I like the music. The, it was so repetitive. I, I like it. That yes, exactly. So on that topic of the repetitive nature of when they get back to their little hideaway mm-hmm. in, in the mountains. <clears throat> I feel like it was made done on purpose in the sense that they live they live two lives clearly. Yes. Yeah, yes. their lives with their family and for the most part it fucking sucks. It's like yeah. there's a baby's crying all the time, you're broke, you can't just regular broke not broke back and <laughs> you, you're constantly broken backs. Now, I mean, I know Jack Twist is not particularly broke. He sells combines and tractors and stuff, but you know, he's not He's still miserable. He's yeah, he's particularly miserable. Yeah. And only when they get together and they're out and it off by themselves in the mountains in the Wyoming mountains, does the, the peace and, and quietude of their relationship come through. And that little right. bling, that little spring of the guitar is like bringing you back to that world. Yeah. So I, I get it, but I have a problem with that. Oh, because let's take the sexual aspect of the relationship together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Day-to-day life, we all live. We're in this capitalist uh, hellscape that we're in. We have to work for a fucking living, and we have to make money, and there's always this pressure, and what's going to happen if my car breaks down? Two people had sex in the 90s, and now I got to pay bills. I know. Fuck that. (laughs) So, I think my mother is watching this. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you have this rigmarole that we all have to deal with on a daily basis. That's Mm -hmm. why you go on vacation, to get away from it. You don't have to be having sex with the people you're on vacation with for it to be a great release from your world, you know? Well, you're in the mountains of Wyoming. If you like going to the mountains of Wyoming and fishing with your buddies, that's just as relaxing as going and having sex with your buddies in the mountains. <laughs> just what you do. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do it, but it's just a bonus, you know? It's icing on the cake. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, absolutely correct. If I got, if I got to, they t- what do they see each other once a month? Uh, well, actually, actually, I wasn't aware of the schedule. So, so at some at, points they allude to they were, once a month. They were, yeah. So in the later years, they were seeing themselves yeah. once a month. But in the beginning, they were seeing themselves like once every four years. Okay, or so like it was like years in between. And yeah, then, the first time it was four years. How, yeah. How much better would your life be if you went on vacation once a month? Oh, that would be, be great. great. It'd be fucking great. It'd be great. I don't care if it is in the Wyoming mountains. I just go get camping. A, once just get a wait. <laughs> no, <laughs> we <laughs> we can, we can barely even get get on stream once a month. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the amount of equipment involved is is daunting. There's a lot of boxes in here. We should spin <laughs> on a mountain. <laughs> That's true. We could. But yeah, I'm just saying that it's like on a campfire. There, it's like it's almost like causation doesn't equal correlation, right? 
Yeah. Like correlation doesn't mean doesn't equal causation. It's like I'm so much happier when I'm out here. Yeah, no shit. You don't have to worry about your kids and your yeah. wife and the bills and all that other shit. And are you equating it with this forbidden love too? Is that part of it, or is it is it just because you're away from your family? That I get to go it? fuck another guy. I know, sweet. You know what? That's that's <laughs> actually that's actually <laughs> not a bad point to bring up because yes, they you could call it forbidden love, but. What, is it forbidden love if it's, I mean, I don't know. Like they do express like a very deep intimacy towards each other's, especially in that scene where uh, at one point, I think this was in the seventies where <laughs> Jack has those uh, goddamn side, uh, oh, sideburn chops yeah. in yeah. the mustache. And uh, he's, he's like pissed off. He's like, I offered this option years ago. Like we could just go off on our own, but Ennis, like he's no, you have a family. But Ennis is uh, is very justifiably, uh, you know, scared about doing that because when he was nine years old, his dad showed him a uh, lynched gay man or allegedly lynched gay man uh, into a quarry. Yeah, uh, and so it, it's like I don't yeah, know. That was that was. That was in a movie full of sad things, that was probably a, one of the sadder things yeah. for a character that you don't even know. You're yeah. just like, the, literally the brutality of it. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I've seen a lot of posts, even in like, as an enlightened world that we're in living in this liberal paradise in California. Right. <laughs> Which is uh, really a lot redder than you might think out here. Yeah, it is. Um, I see a lot of posts online about like, you know, oh, I'm not celebrating pride. What is, what is there to celebrate? And it's like, you're not celebrating it. You're, you're trying to bring normalcy to this, you know, group of people. Yeah. If you were born black in the fifties in the South, you have a real good chance that you might get killed just for existing. Yeah. And the same thing goes for a lot of homosexuals. And it's like, especially, I mean, this is, it's on f- fucking front and center. Also in, in the South. Yeah. In the, yeah. Well, it's Wyoming in the North. Wyoming is in like Midwest. the Midwest. Still the same it's, thing. It's all, once you pass Colorado, it's all the South. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Maine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Maine, New York, and then the South. Yeah. <laughs> Not even New York, like New York City. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it was really sad. I liked the landscape shots of it. I liked a lot of it. Um, but I had a, one big question. Mm. Was David Harbour trying to get in that ass? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was too. I thought I think Jack Jack Twist really exudes that like power bottom energy, <laughs> and he's just like wink. He just like you didn't have to wink. Hey, I Hopper, don't know. Hop on this. <laughs> I don't know. I think I I, th- I think I think it was just the perspective that you were seeing from Jack. Uh, I don't I don't think he was. He seemed keen. Uh, he's like maybe you and I should go up there for a weekend. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fish I think- a little. Drink a little whiskey. I think I suck each other's dicks. Yeah, I think the acting was a little bad on that part. I feel like it should have been a little. It it should have been a little bit more ambiguous because, like you know, I mean, that was like it was pretty ambiguous. Nothing. Yeah, didn't even. No, it wasn't. It was a. It was a really like intimate. Like because they're sitting on that bench and like he he's like talking about uh, like just the tone of his voice. I just had an. I just had an epiphany. Oh. And we need to wrap up pretty soon. Um, but when Ennis goes back to Jack's family's house and talks to his parents, he talks about how the parents always said, I want to bring up my friend Ennis up here and we're going to whip this farm into shape. Yeah. And then he, she says, well, the last couple of years, he says, I'm going to bring my other, this other fella up here to whip this into shape. And it's 
uh, apparently one of his one of his neighbors or friends that lives down the street. Mm. Maybe that was David Harbour that they're talking about. Yeah. Maybe mm. after Ennis kicks Jack Twist to the curb and they have a falling out, maybe David Harbour's his new uh, his new buddy. I that's don't what know. I, yeah, that's what that is. I didn't put that together until that's, just then. Yeah, that's when when that happened. I was like, oh, he's talking about the other guy. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I See, didn't. That's why you make the big bucks. Uh, that's <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I you just, don't think I make the big bucks. Oh no, I do. I am <laughs> make it making two hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> um, just making up numbers. But uh, I think that I just I don't know. You know, I. I was kind of more focused on Ennis and Jack's relationship. I wasn't focused on Jack's extracurricular activities. Mm. I was just more focused on the tragedy of their relationship because, I mean, cringeworthiest scene ever is when they first meet after four years and they start making out oh on gosh. that stairwell and the wife sees it. In public. Like, why? Like Hide what? your shame, boy. Why did, wait, well, why I guess the up. I know. Why didn't they meet in like an alleyway or something? Like, because he knew uh, that the wife was like just right out the door. I like, know. But at the same time, though, it's like the passion. the passion overtook them. It's too much. They couldn't yeah. do it. Which I, and so to bring up another question, were they gay? I think Jack was gay. I think Ennis was starved for real human connection that he found into Jack. And I don't think that, I think he's more fluid rather than like a straight hard, like I only like guys. If like, it's in the sixties, you're gay. I don't. They know didn't have pansexuality and gender fluid you know, they no, 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 no. A, We're not talking about labels here. He's just <laughs> they weren't a, aware of it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He he just he I I feel like he in for as a manly man as Ennis is, like he it doesn't matter like if it's a guy or a girl, like if it connects with him on an emotional level, then that's good enough for him. And that's what I feel like that relationship was. And it was a beautiful relationship. And I'm so glad that we were able to talk about it. I wish we, you know, who, Tyler, who's the executive Tyler. of a stab comedy? No, we need to go on a little bit longer. No, we don't. We have to, we have to grade <laughs> this thing. We got 15 minutes. Oh, Anything, okay. any last thoughts? No, I'll, I'll give my last thoughts in my grade. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I guess my last thoughts would be that um, I think this movie is a timeless classic, along with all of the other older classics of uh, yesteryear. I think this movie will be regarded as a uh, a, a Criterion classic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think rest in peace, Heath Ledger. He was the best actor in this movie. Uh, I he would he reminded me he is the true cowboy of the wild west apparently, like, apparently we were watching very different movies because randy quaid killed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah randy quaid yeah no that that pudgy motherfucker um i got, I got a fat shame i'm not fat shaming anyone. in pride month it was <laughs> in pride month uh yeah i well if we're gonna get into grades right now solid a for me solid a all right cool um i let's let's say um i i'd probably give this an a minus i enjoyed the story of their relationship i enjoyed their i enjoyed the frustration of it as weird as that sounds like Mm -hmm. i like i watch movies to bring out emotions for me that i don't necessarily want or get to feel in my day-to-day life and there was a lot of that in this movie um i was very frustrated for them and also like I was a little, I mean, a little happy that, you know, in today's society, we've come so much farther than that, 
But there's still a lot of places. There's still a lot of even in America go. that you. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's we're beating a dead horse with that. But the movie itself was great. I liked the cinematography of it. I liked the the two worlds building that they had. It was like mm-hmm. this shitty day to day home drum life. And I loved the scene when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal tells off his father in law. Fuck that guy. Oh yeah, a, a minus. That was awesome. A minus for me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a C minus. Oh wow! Just to give it some merit. <laughs> My um, God. C minus. You really didn't like this movie. No, it's almost a D. Wow. Like, I, it's just it was really it was I, really slow, really boring. Uh, that pacing was really strange for me. Um, I wanted to feel something for them, but I didn't get there. Like I I wanted to care about them, but I didn't. I know it, what you mean because uh, they they really it went very quickly to like all right now we're fucking. Yeah. yeah, that was very quick. That, but then, but to the credit of the movie, they the rest of it is like there's no they don't show any more sex stuff. It's just them kissing and cu- like canoodling together yeah. with their Necking head. Yeah, the performances are great. Michelle Williams cannot not be in a depressing movie. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I didn't like, think about that. <laughs> everyone did a great job in the movie. They were well directed. It just wasn't. It was just like not my. Just didn't hit you. Not my. Uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't hit Sorry. me the way I was hoping it would. Well, you know, all, like, the, all the ingredients were there. The it's, best acting was at the very end of the movie from Heath Ledger. That's right. When he's looking at it, his his clothes, right? Yeah, his original his clothes shirt and worn uh, by Jack. Jack's shirt. Yeah, and uh, oh my god, that was tragic. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's fine. You know, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own uh, wrong opinion. Just kidding. I can't believe this. And and in Pride Month, no less. But can we can we all <laughs> can we, are we all in agreement that Heath Ledger is a legendary actor, though? Uh, it was great. It was like I tried. I was comparing his performance in this to like his other performances, and it really felt like a completely different person. You want to know uh, Naomi's tale. Night's Tale that and was good. Joker. I mean, uh, Joker? It, the Dark Knight, which is the only uh, two things I've ever seen. Ten things, things I hate about you. Nope. Yeah. You didn't like that? Never seen it. Just oh. I have seen it, but I don't think of Heath Ledger from that. Oh, he's great. I can't even that. think of any other Heath Ledger movies. He's the Joker and um, the Knight from Night's Tale, whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, uh, so William. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, do you actually, do you have the Tyler Wheel music? Um, the Tyler Wheel music. Yeah, what time is it now, Tyler? Uh, it is time for the Wheel of Destiny. I almost said the real time. <laughs> I was going to say, you're looking at the clock. <laughs> One more time, Tyler. Time for the Wheel of Destiny. One wheel, eight slots, three hosts. This is the Wheel of Destiny. I will give $5 to anyone who knows what the song is from. You said you'll give five dollars to anyone who knows what song that's from in the chat. Yeah. All right. You heard it first, listeners and viewers and chatters. <laughs> okay, so we have the uh, the famous Wheel of Destiny right here. Um, I've already taken the liberty of erasing Brokeback Mountain because I'm assuming we're not going to watch that next week, right, Tyler? Uh, no. Okay. What's your replacement for the Wheel? Oh wow. Uh, so yeah, I thought about this uh, a lot, and I think that the most appropriate replacement for this uh, uh movie is the human centipede oh my god <laughs> you don't like the human centipede why are we watching this because i why feel- are we maybe watching this 
The reason why is because I feel like it's like the first Saw movie. You know, a lot of people associate Saw with torture porn. A lot of people associate the human centipede with the human centipede 2, which is very graphic. But not a lot of people have seen the first one, it's, which is it's a, graphic. It, it is graphic, but it's actually like a really good thriller movie. And oh, I, shit that's not true, Michael St. Michaels. How dare you? Um, I actually think it, it is a lot better of a movie than most people give it credit for. Yeah. I Although mean, the, the, the actual content in it is repulsive and... Ugh, yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah, the content is very graphic, not graphic in description. It's not very graphic in <laughs> visualness. Uh, I think it's a great movie. Uh, Bree's getting it, uh, giving an obvious disapproval. Yeah, uh, for this, Bree's oh, eyes. I could hear Bree's eyes detach from her skull, oh, rolling well, I, I, and I, I, rolling I, I, in her I, head over this human centipede. That, 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 that's fine, you know. It's not a movie for everyone, but you know, Saw isn't a movie for everyone either. So uh, you know what? I, I it, it's it's good. It's going to be a great time. And I can't wait to watch it. And I can't wait to give it to about a it. Great and we're, time. To be clear, we're not watching that next week. It's just on the wheel. Yes. Well, so we might be watching it. Oh, fuck yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. You never know. All right. So I'm going to recap it's on the wheel for the people who are not watching on the stream. Uh, we have a bunch of fan picks. Um, if you want to get your movie on the fan list and potentially land on the wheel here on the fan pick, uh, just send an email to us at mcfcpodcast at gmail.com or go to the website mcmcpodcast.com. There's a spot you can submit your selections there and contact with us and look at our ugly mugs. So we got a bunch of fan picks. And then we got hot, tu- uh, sorry, hot fuzz from Pete, the human centipede from Tyler, Antichrist, which is a fan pick that I'm adopting for my wheel from Chris, and just a bunch of more fan picks. So how many fan picks total? One, two, three. Four, five, five, fan five pick, out of eight, five fan picks plus Antichrist, which is also a fan pick. But so it's technically six. Out yeah, of eight. six out of eight. So this is going to be what we watch on episode ninety-seven. Damn, big spin. It up. Big spin. <laughs> fan pick. <laughs> It is a fan pick from Joseph, uh, Joseph's adopted selection. Yes, I was going to replace the movie, but or replace the fan pick with a movie, but I totally forgot what movie I was going to oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the So ran- I have random the floor generator now. Random generator, I think still here it is. How many movies do we have on there now from the fans? Let's take a gander at that. Um let's see, I'm just making sure that we removed Everything that we needed to for so. the last one was equal versus shark. Yeah, so that's gone. I'm gonna do all of them. Okay. Sometimes we'll choose the top ten, like the oldest ten or the newest ten or whatever. This is randomly selected of the entire fan list. Oh God. And we need to we need to wrap up right after that. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. I think yes. Oh yeah, how many how many total fan picks are there? Do you think? Let me count. There's no numbers. That's right. Don't one, don't two, count. three, four. <laughs> don't count it. There's <laughs> a lot. We don't have time. All right, I am picking a random movie. Here mm-hmm. it goes. Fan pick. <laughs> the winner is Amores Peros. Oh, from listener Michael Greaves. Oh, Michael Greaves, double double winner. Yeah, kind of a triple winner. I think he's gotten all of his movies removed now. Brazil was from, uh, Michael St. Michael slash Michael Graves. the list. 
All right, so Amoris Peros. Peros. What do you know about that? I don't know nothing about no Peros. Yeah, we're going in blind. Yeah. Let me see if it's streaming anywhere. Probably not. It is not streaming. You can rent it on... uh, No, it's streaming on Pluto and Tubi. Oh, Oh, cool. (gasps) Tubi, all right. Or you can rent it in 4K for $4 on Amazon. I do love Tubi. Well, let's let's just go. I in recommend. A, let's go in 100 blind. This is a listener pick from Michael Greaves. Yes, and we're all going to watch Saint it on Michael, Tubi. Saint Michael's almost. Um, and before we say goodbye, I want to remind everybody: go to the Red Museum in person, uh, July 11th, Sunday at 8 p.m. And watch Big Trouble in Little China. Um, Required payment too of five dollars. Please help out. No suggested donation. Voluntary. It's a. It's, it's not voluntary. It's, a it's suge- required. It's a suggested donation. I'm requiring it. I demand it. Tyler, please <laughs> bring some money for the local art. It's a good time. So until next time, thank you for turning in to episode 96, middle class film class. Follow us next week as we watch Amores Peros from fan Michael Greaves. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MCFC podcast and uh, send us an email MCFC podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at podcast MCFC and please follow us on Instagram at middle class film class and also leave us a voicemail at that number is 209-730-6010 and also tune into other stab comedy events yeah thank you so much dad for having us we'll see you next week see ya see ya Two people had sex in the 90s and now I got to pay bills.